What is up, Still Studians? Happy pre-Friday, practice Friday, Friday Junior, Friday Eve, whatever you'd like to call it, here on this August 11th, 2022. It is another edition episode of the study session, episode number 381, coming here to you on this Thursday, and very excited to talk to you about Pittsburgh Steelers football. We're going to talk about some movement within the Steelers roster due to injury and then claiming someone off the waiver wire. We're going to talk some criticism from an abnormally bad draft pick from back in the day of Kenny Pickett. And then we're also going to talk about the comparisons between Randy Moss and George Pickens, which, man, we just need to slow down. But before we get into all that, just want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, or you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study, would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. So, studies, let's jump into it here this Thursday. UG3, better known as Ulysses Gilbert III, he had a foot injury that he sustained last week, and unfortunately, he was waived, put on the injured reserve list, and that more than likely ends his time with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was having a solid training camp, doing very well in coverage. This was supposed to be his year where he finally put everything together and was able to contribute to this team. He did contribute a little bit last year on special teams, but the team was looking for him to contribute on defense, but that is not gonna happen now because he is hurt, waived, injured reserve. And in a subsequent move, the Steelers claimed linebacker Hamilcar Rashad, Rashad, I'm probably mispronouncing it, off the waivers from the Jets. So we'll have to see what this guy can do and can't. I mentioned at the top of the show that there was some criticism provided by a quarterback who was drafted back in the day. Do y'all remember Ryan Leaf? Yes, that Ryan Leaf. In a recent interview where he was talking about the Steelers and the quarterback battle that is taking place between Trubisky, Rudolph, and Pickett, he said that he thinks the Steelers may have reached on Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm just going to leave that one sit right there. You can judge and formulate your opinion on that. I have my opinion um, again, we all know the Ryan Leaf story. Can we give validity to his opinion? What his perspective is here? I don't think so, but I thought it was quite humorous that he put that out there into the universe. And then what I wanted to talk about primarily today is I wrote an article yesterday titled Steelers George Picking compared to Randy Moss. Stop it, right? So There was a tweet that came out from Chris Adamski from the Tribune Review that reads, and this is from August 9th, 2022. I don't want to say that the George Pickens hype train has left the station and just might be running off the proverbial rails, but I heard a former player say he reminds me of Randy Moss today. Now, 
We don't know who that player was. For all we know, this could have been a guy who was on the back end of the roster, does not have any football sense. Who knows? Or maybe it could be a Steelers legend, a Hall of Famer. But those are some pretty major words. That's a pretty big comparison to make, saying that a rookie is similar to Randy Moss. And there's no doubt that Pickens has been a shining star during training camp. No matter who's been playing quarterback, whether it's Trubisky, Rudolph, or Pickett, and he just has phenomenal body control. He can make the combat catch. He's got more than adequate adequate speed. He can get behind defenders. That's quite the combination of performance attributes. And if Pickens can live up to his preseason hype, even fractionally, just imagine what type of player the Steelers are going to have on their hands. So with all this comparison going on, I was – I was like, you know what, let's look at the statistics and let's see how they compare. So I try to go back to high school. I look at college. And then I also take a look at Randy's Mosses, who arguably can be considered the greatest wide receiver of all time. Some people would make the argument for Jerry Rice. But just to see how these two compare. So in high school, difficult tracking down Moss's statistics but I did get a stat line for a senior year, 39 receptions, 808 yards. That's 21 yards per reception and 14 touchdowns. Pickens, on the other hand, 69 receptions, 1,368 yards, 16 touchdowns. That's 20 yards per reception. So here's the thing to keep in mind. You're talking different eras of football. Probably in 94, they did not throw the football as much as they did in this was probably 2017 for Pickens. So that has to be kept in mind. Um, So yardage-wise, reception-wise, Pickens takes the cake here in terms of high school, but yards per reception, Moss has him by a yard. But again, this is high school. Let's shift over to college and take a look. So Randy Moss, now he did play at Marshall, which you can argue not big-time college football, but listen to this stat line. Two years, 96-97. 174 receptions, 3,529 yards, 20.2 yards average per reception, 54 touchdowns. Insane. Insane. Now look at, let's look at Pickens. 90 receptions, 1,347 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 15 Yards per reception. Now, it wasn't the greatest quarterback play at Georgia for Pickens. Moss had Chad Pennington, if you can remember that far back. So it's not even close in terms of collegiate production. The thing to keep in mind here, Pickens was playing at Georgia, which is the SEC, highest level of competition in college football. So you could make the argument that Moss didn't face that type of action. And there were also, were also injuries that plagued Pickens while he was at Georgia. Ultimately, Moss's college statistics dwarf Pickens. He's got three times as many yards, twice as many receptions, four times as many touchdowns. Again, I bring all this up to say we should probably pump the brakes on what our expectations are for George Pickens. Randy Moss was an elite once-in-a-lifetime player. And I'm not saying that Pickens can't be that. But let's at least wait until we see this guy play in a preseason game or maybe even a regular season game 
before we start throwing out comparisons to goats at the position. The one last thing I look for was Randy's performance in his rookie year. So in 1998 with the Minnesota Vikings, 69 receptions, 1,313 yards. That's 19 yards per reception. Very close to his 2021 yards, 17 touchdowns. Now, George Pickens puts up a stat line like that year one. Then let's have this conversation. All right. Until then, let's just, like I said, pump the brakes. So what does it all mean? Again, there's a significant gap between the production of Moss and Pickens at the collegiate level. The only thing that matters at this point is what Pickens is going to do in his first season in the NFL. And to conjecture that he's on the level of the elite Moss, it's just premature. Pickens is talented. He's primed for a prolific rookie season, no doubt. But let's just calm down and back off those comparisons till we see him on the field. We know the Steelers were in need of deep speed, production down the field. Pickens fills that need along with Calvin Austin. But let's give this kid some room for development and growth. And let's not put pressure on him to play level of an elite Hall of Fame receiver. If he can, great. But remember, the Steelers' offense is in transition, playing under new leadership. And we'll see. So does does Pickens have what it takes to play at a near Moss level? No questions. He's got those tools. Can he? It's a different story. If he does, this 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers team may be solid. And studyings, that's going to do it. That's the end. That's the conclusion of episode number 381 of the study session. My gratitude to you. Yen's beautiful, beautiful studyings for being supporters. Would love to connect with you. You know the three ways to do that. Check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Don't forget that we are on Apple Podcasts. Check it out. Subscribe. Hit the donut button if you want to donate to the site. And remember, on this beautiful Thursday, August 11th, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.